This is Anabaptist Perspectives. Earlier this year, in July, we published an interview with Matthew Landis discussing how Mennonites have responded to the tech revolution. Today's episode is an excerpt from the conversation which was not included in the earlier episode. If you did not hear the earlier episode with Matthew Landis, you may consider listening to it before hearing this one. Here is Matthew explaining how Mennonites have responded to information and communication technology. So what do we say? What has our been a response so far? Well, among even from very conservative Mennonites to, to you know, the whole expand, you know, the, the whole gamut has been an acceptance of computers at some level. Hmm. So that's often a little surprising to people. Yeah. You know, everything yeah. from Grafdale Conference, which is horse and buggy, to Biblical Mennonite Alliance, they use computers at some level or another. Mm-hmm. So... What has been the what has been the responsible use of them? Another thing is not, and we kind of said this in point one, but no kind of simple rejection. No group simply rejects technology. Not even information and communication technology. The other thing is that a Christian has a responsibility to. You could use the word judge. That's a kind of a theological way of saying it, <laughs> yeah. or discern in relation to technology. You don't just accept it. You mm-hmm. think about it and make a, you know, the buzzword is intentional, an intentional decision instead of just accepting what comes to you. Yeah, yeah. So how how are Mennonites coping with it? Well, they're being they're really thinking about it, really wow. giving it some deep mm-hmm. thought. Most people are okay with saying, you know, I can I can decide on something. Individual, as an individual, if I don't have a computer or the internet, I'm just weird, right? Mm-hmm. The difference with Anabaptists is they do it as a group. They okay. think about things together. So think about it. Will you make a better decision if it's a bunch of people thinking together, you know, all ages, all kinds hmm. of businesses, all kinds of wealth levels, and they all come together and think about what's a right way to do this? You know, which is going to be a better way to do it? Well, the typical American way is, you know, one, you know, if one of your buddies doesn't have a computer, they decide not to, you know, he might be unique, but so be it. They may do yeah, that. Yeah. But the thing that's really not allowed in, allowed in American culture is for a whole group of people to say, you know what, we're going to think about this, be really intentional together. Hmm. But that's exactly what Anabaptists do. Oh, man. That, okay. And that takes a lot more work. A lot okay. of, but it's, 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 it really makes you be vigorous. Yeah. You, know, you have a, a businessman on the one side that, you know, really can use them. You have maybe someone that's more rural on the other side. And, you know, they really have to go at it and, and really mm-hmm. think about it vigorously. And another thing I noticed from Grofdale to Biblical Mennonite Alliance that might be a surprise, but consistent almost every one of them, a Mennonite resistance to being entertained over oh, and that, over and over. That is interesting. Just we, 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 and especially with our technology, we don't want our technology to be something that is, you know, that we see it as our right to be entertained. There's something Whoa. even more specific about it. Entertained yeah. in a visual way. Because okay. intriguingly, Mennonites, when it comes to audio, they're okay with that. <laughs> 
So well, for whatever, sure. whatever that means, but sure. in a wide, you know, it, it, you know, listening to audio, listening to music, you know, good music, mm-hmm. okay. But when it comes to being entertained and especially visually, mm-hmm. there is a big concern about that, and and a, and a, okay. and and a lot of ways of limiting technology so you don't use it that way. Another another thing is that I've noticed repeatedly that the the Mennonites talk about technology in relation to their homes or the places that are their domain. And they want to transform that space so that it looks like what they think God's world should look like. Hmm. So what you often hear in a statement is, you know, we don't want to allow the, you know, the bad effects of, you know, whatever kind of media might come into our homes and especially our homes because homes are our domain. And, uh, you know, we can think of, you know, a way to think about that is wanting to transform not just some hypothetical place, but a very concrete place on earth is transformed yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it extends to what you, the screen you look into. So if there's a phone or an iPad or a PC in your house, just because it's a screen doesn't mean now that little space in our house can look like something else. It also has to conform to what what we what Mennonites and Anabaptists feel is 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 consistent with what God wants. Yeah. So yeah. It, and, and and it serves as a way of transforming the world. We don't often think about that, but that's what it's doing. A little part of the world has been transformed because someone wanted to look like what they think God looks like. The yeah. question always is, how far does our domain extend? Yeah. And so yeah. you will see in statements, some churches say, even at work, mm-hmm. they will not use a computer that you know displays things that they has to be filtered there. But that's kind of an extension of creational transformation even to the workplace, if you want to think about it yeah. that way. Which yeah. It is interesting to me. <laughs> Um, yeah. And you often, a story you often hear from Mennonites is someone came to their house or their place of business and they knew they were a swearing kind of person, but when they came there, they didn't swear anymore. Mm-hmm. Which not only did they transform their place, temporarily they transformed another person, which is a really interesting, <laughs> an interesting. It's kind of contagious. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Another thing you notice, and this one, this one is uh, something we share with evangelicals, and that absolutely mm-hmm. so- do something about avoiding blatantly evil content from reaching us. Sure. You know, what do we do? And and we can't just think about it. We got to do something. So that is, you know, that is clearly a strong point. Avoiding that just awful content, pornography, mm-hmm. um, and it, you know, it's it's an epidemic. And, yeah. the, you know, Mennonites yeah. are, you know, if anyone's concerned about it, they're really concerned about it. Yeah. Um, you know, from not having the Internet to, you know, using it in some limited way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is another very strong. You see that coming out repeatedly. So one final thing. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people feel that Anabaptists have decided something 50 years ago and they've never changed. And that is entirely a wrong view. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as I was getting, uh, collecting these, these views on technology from different churches, a very common thing was we're in the process of updating it. Hmm. In other words, we're, we're adapting and figuring out what it means mm-hmm. now five years later. 
And even very conservative churches like Eastern Pennsylvania Mennonite Church, you know, some people, you kind of get the idea they, they form an opinion and then it stays. Um, but I've watched their statements as the years go by and there's adapt, you know, it's, it's adapting. They are adapting. Um, you uh-huh. know, you know, from, you know, maybe saying absolutely no internet to having maybe some kind of a filtered, uh, and there's obviously very vigorous discussions going on among them, but, the, the point that is similar between almost all groups, whether they're getting more restrictive or maybe allowing a little more, mm-hmm. that they're, they're, they're adapting and trying to find a way to rightly have yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and balance this thing. So I think, uh, you know, thoughtful, ongoing, adapting, I think is another piece to it that is. Yeah. Well, the challenges, there's always new challenges too, Yeah, you know, when it comes to the, I mean, tomorrow there might be a technology that's invented. We never saw coming that the church is going to have to deal with. But, you know, doing it in the context of a whole group. So you have, you know, you have all those different voices, young people, middle-aged people, older people, Mm -hmm. um, people that, you know, are on the mission field, people that are business people. You know, you have uh, men and ladies, you have, you just have all that varied input to, to come, you know, all believers that are giving input on that. Well, and that's kind of the whole idea with this series is to show people that maybe make people, um, especially our own people, believe in some of this again, in who Mennonites actually are. And a list like that really encourages me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Anabaptist Perspectives. For more information, you can go to our website at anabaptistperspectives.org, where we have a blog, and this material is also available in video form on YouTube and Facebook, both under the name Anabaptist Perspectives. This podcast is also available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Anchor. We would love to hear your feedback, so if you have any thoughts on something that was shared on this show, please let us know. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Anabaptist Perspectives. Your listening and sharing this with friends helps more people find our episodes. A special thanks to all of you who support Anabaptist Perspectives financially. We are here because of you. If you haven't had the chance to give yet this year, would you consider making a year-end donation? You can donate on our website or by check. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Anabaptist Perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We invite you to join our monthly partner program. Monthly partners are key to the financial sustainability of Anabaptist Perspectives. Partners also gain access to bonus content, including our exclusive podcast where we respond to audience questions and comments. Sign up at anabaptistperspectives.org.